0: Welcome to the Weird World of Oddities. I'm looking for a sloth. It's so incredibly hard to find. It's not like you go to the supermarket and go buy a sloth in the sloth aisle. This electricity excites the molecules of the gas and produces the color.
1: Ow. <laughs> I feel
2: the Ow! She's a four-legged hand.
0: Wow. Often extra organs inside of the animal as well. Am I take a look? Be
2: my guest.
3: Oh, wow. Oh. This is a bloodletting set. Those are some very serious blades.
4: Of course, I would have to experiment with it first.
0: Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa! <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straight jacket? I'm Mike.
3: And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives
0: collecting and dealing.
3: Hunting and picking.
0: To get this business
3: down to a science.
0: This is Oddities.
3: Hey, Todd. Hey, Evan. How's it going? Here's your
2: little friend. This is a chicken that I got that I thought I'd bring in and see if maybe you might be interested in buying. him.
0: Todd's a regular customer. He's lived in the neighborhood for quite a few years. As far as the beard goes, that's Todd. He's always had that big, amazing beard as long as we've known him. I don't think I'd even recognize him without it.
3: That leg's pretty weird looking.
2: Well, and then she's got the one back here in the the back. Oh, wow. What a lovely mutation this is. Any kind of an oddity I love. And she's got four legs. She was a marble shooter and I guess her name was Shooter. I just think she's really cool, but I've got too many things in my apartment I decided I need to let go of her.
3: Shooter, huh? Great name.
2: She uh, supposedly shot marbles at targets for kids at a sideshow.
0: Probably had a glamorous life. It almost looks like he's giving an an obscene gesture.
3: It gives a new meaning to flipping the bird. (laughs) Well, technically the term for this is polymelia. Too many limbs.
0: It's interesting, with deformities like this, often the embryos split to become Siamese twins, or just twins, but they are in complete split. So there's often extra organs inside of the animal as well. I see. We love just about any freak of nature here at Obscura, but it has to be natural, it can't be man-made. Might like take a look, or?
2: Yeah, be my guest.
0: Now this won't hurt a bit.
2: There's always a possibility that she could be, like, tampered with in some way to make her look like she's got four legs, but I don't know.
0: Actually, it feels feels right. It feels like one piece of freaky skin there. It doesn't feel it was sewn on. They're they're it's authentic. The other nice thing I see is the claws on this foot are quite long. So it's an indication that foot wasn't being used. If it has a perfect leg coming off it, that might be an indication of a fake. Suspicious. But that one being all freaky and you know extra fourth footy, yeah. uh, it's really abused. No, oh, thank you. I
2: love her.
3: So what are you asking for?
2: Well, I was hoping to get about four hundred bucks for a shooter. That's about comes out to about a hundred bucks a leg.
0: But that last leg though, that's like that's like a nugget back there. We've dealt with taxidermied anomalies like this before. This one, the size, the condition, the type of deformity. We could probably sell this thing for several
2: hundred dollars.
3: How about uh two fifty? Hmm.
2: Well, I guess I could let her go for two fifty.
3: All right. Deal. We got a chicken. Thank
2: you very much. Thank you. I think I did pretty well. I got two and a half bills for a four legged chicken and uh, you know, it was a good day. One of our regular customers, Nick,
0: gives a call, so he may have some business for us. So we're gonna head over to his bar and check it out. So what are some of the craziest things you've had walk into the shop? People wise, you mean? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Nick's a really great friend of ours. Sort of an eclectic guy, he has a really unusual taste. Loves, loves, loves taxidermy. I mean, you've got a
5: lot of stuff in your collection. I'm still looking for a sloth. They're so incredibly hard to find. They I know, know they are, but it, they, it started as just something that I wanted, but now it's become an obsession. I really, really want one. I've been obsessed with sloths since I was a kid. And then when I started collecting taxidermy, it just seemed like a natural progression. I really wanted to find one. Look, (laughs) (laughs) I keep this as a reminder, and I'm waiting for the day I actually get one.
0: Sloths are really hard to find. I mean, have you ever seen a sloth? I mean, it's not like you go to the supermarket and go buy a sloth in the sloth aisle. One of the problems with with trying to find one
6: of these, is some of them are
0: endangered. You could legally own a two-toed sloth, no problem at all. They're they're not in danger, they're not protected. However, a three-toed, you don't wanna be anywhere near a three-toed sloth. Okay. You know, a deerhead, they hunt them, right, right. there's a billion of them.
5: I understand right. that, but I'm obsessed. We're gonna have to scour. I know that if there's anybody who can, it's you guys. You know, Nick's like talking about he loves this thing, he wants one, he has
0: a picture on the bar. I mean, I gotta do what I gotta do here. You know, I, I can't deny him this thing. If you really want a sloth, you really want I, to do, sloth. I do. I look at Ryan. Ryan, I can tell, is like, "What are you doing?" I could just hear it. He's like, looking at me, like, "Are uh, you, you
6: sure about this?" It has yeah. to be taxidermy. It has to be taxidermy. <laughs> yeah,
5: there's something in my mind's eye that I've seen my whole life. I know what I want it to look like. I want the caliber of what they would have in the Museum of Natural History.
0: Your price range here or? is
5: is within reason, depending on the caliber of the piece.
6: Let me make some calls. Excellent. This is a really big gamble. We don't know how much this thing's gonna cost to buy. We don't know how much Nick is willing to spend on it, so I really hope Mike hasn't gotten us into trouble. So
5: a sloth gets mugged by three turtles. And the police come. When they come, they ask him to describe his assailants, and the sloth says, it all happened so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> on that, I accept your challenge.
4: <laughs> Cheers, man. Hey. Hi. How's it going? I'm looking for something very specific. I do transgressive theater pieces that use the human body as a medium. And even though there is is blood in my performances, it's not about the blood. It's, it's, um, there's some story behind it. I'm looking for scalpels and probes Mm -hmm. and clamps, forceps, tweezers from the 20s, 1930s, turn of the century. Mm -hmm. Wood, brass, glass, things like that.
3: Yeah, we have a few old pieces in here.
4: Is that a bone saw?
3: That is a bone saw. Very showy.
4: Could always use a bone saw.
3: Exactly. This just came in. This is an amazing bloodletting set. Bloodletting's one of the oldest medical practices in the world. Physicians believe that removing excessive amounts of blood from the body was good for preventing illness. Bloodletting finally fell out of fashion in the early 20th century when they finally determined that it does more harm than good. They call this kind a of scarificator. Yes. And this is, you know, it's spring-loaded blades. Watch this.
4: So fast you can't even see it.
3: Those are some very serious blades.
4: If I were to use that, of course, I would have to experiment with it first. You would use this on yourself? Yeah, I would. I'm doing the performance where I'm strapped to a table because I'm a wild beast being turned into a human.
3: So you do a lot of
4: bloodletting. Yeah. Yeah, piercing, uh, um, minor surgical procedures, Uh simulated blood transfusions also. Hmm. People often leave my performances, but um, it's it's highly effective, it's very strong. This would be uh, amazing for my piece. Yeah. Would you like to see a demo?
6: We have a lead from a woman that might have exactly what we're looking for.
7: Here he is.
6: I thought, okay, looks like he needs a little air there.
7: So do you
3: have to mentally prepare or are you ready? I'm
0: ready. This is Oddities.
3: A guy came into the shop and he wants to buy the bloodletting kit for his performance piece. He insisted on showing me what he does and he brought along a bag of needles. Honestly. Makes me a little queasy.
4: Here's a piece I did that was based on a traditional Japanese ghost story. Oh, wow. And I had Mm -hmm. 10 of these in my chest. They each represented the fingertip of my dead wife's ghost who was haunting me from beyond the grave.
3: Gotcha. So do you have to mentally prepare or are you ready?
4: I'm ready. It's not that big a deal for me. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Wow. So you had 10 of these?
4: Yeah and they were in my chest, Mm -hmm. five on each side representing the fingertips.
3: And there's no blood.
4: Yeah, when this comes out.
3: Look at that. Yeah. Andrew's art is pretty intense. Now I can see why he wants that bloodletting kit, but I'd hate to see it in action.
4: So what were you thinking of for the price?
3: When determining the value of any medical kit, it really comes down to three things. Age, condition, and rarity. This kit isn't that old, but it's complete, and it's very unusual. It's in such good condition, and it's complete, never been used. I have 500 on it.
4: 425?
3: Yeah, you know what? 425's fine.
4: Let's do it. (laughs) The scarificator is perfect for what I was looking for. I'm really happy I stopped in Obscura today, and I'm really excited.
6: We've been on the hunt for a taxidermied sloth for one of our best customers. We have a lead from a woman that might have exactly what we're looking for.
7: Watch your head on the top. Welcome to the room.
0: Very nice collection. Oh, wow. Some very nice stuff in here. You've been yeah. doing this for quite a while, I'm guessing.
7: Ever since I was young, I was interested in the bone structure when somebody died, and you know, you're a kid and you dig something up and you find bones, and it's thrilling. I know and you're it's exciting collected quite and you well. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <As do I. laughs> this is the baby bear that we just got.
6: Oh, look at that cute bugger!
7: I just got him from a little auction from upstate.
6: The non-animal poses—I just love that stuff.
7: I'm tempted to put something in his hand. He looks
6: like he's ready to have a cigarette or uh, wear a hat or have a scotch or something, you know?
7: That's what I would like.
6: Is that a crow? It's a nice one. Actually, they're quite
0: smart, quite intelligent animals, and not as easy to hunt as you would think.
7: Sometimes I find them dead around the land. Um, I always wanted a pet, and this was a good pet for me to have. I could talk to when it doesn't talk back. There's always something that I like better than things that I already had. That's the reason I'm getting rid of the two-toed sloth, thinking about it. Is he hiding around here? Or? Let me get it free. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Here he is.
6: Oh, uh, look at that. Oh. I thought, okay,
0: I, looks like he needs a little air there. Uh, I thought he was a, uh, a mounted one.
7: I've never seen a mounted one.
0: That's kind of a bit of a letdown. Even if the skin is perfect, we're still only halfway there. It was right.
7: in a zoo. Uh, it died of natural causes, and um, I was lucky enough to get the, uh, the pelt. Something Do you mind? Like-
6: no. I just wanted to see how this was tanned.
7: They're the ones that hang upside down and walk upside down. Most
6: of their movement is done through the
0: trees. And apparently their, their muscles aren't strong enough to really walk around too much. You know, these claws are really designed for hanging from hanging a tree. Down. Exactly. But when provoked. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They can be very powerful. Take a swipe at you should you bother them.
7: So what would you feel comfortable paying?
0: The sloth skin would be perfect for Nick, but if we do buy it, then we have to track down someone who could do a sloth mount and do it well. That's not the easiest thing to find. Considering, you know, it's a bit of a risk, um, 200 I could probably pay on this.
7: That's very close to what I paid, No, I not know well... I do have my eye on something else. How about two and a quarter?
0: Yeah, I think we could do that. That'll be great.
7: Okay. All right. Thank you, Cindy. I
6: appreciate it. Thanks, Cindy. Thank you. So far, we've found a skin. Now we just need a taxidermist to help it come to life. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Nice stuff you got going on here today.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I'll show you around. I specialize in museum quality taxidermy for individuals and museums across North America.
0: Look at this little guy here, huh?
1: that's a beauty.
0: (laughs) Even these claws are insane.
1: Let me show you this elephant. Oh my god. This piece belongs to a, uh, a personal client. He hunted this elephant in Zimbabwe. So they could still legally be taken there. Oh yeah. You see all these thousands of pins on this elephant. This holds all the wrinkles in place until it's dry. And as the thing dries, they start to separate. We've got to reset them all probably two or three times over the course of two weeks.
6: That's a really amazing piece. Frank clearly really knows his stuff. If there's anyone that can breed life into this sloth, it's him. What do you have? I have a two-toed sloth.
1: Right. Hmm.
6: It seems to be tanned. How would you mount this, maybe like in a hanging position or something like that?
1: These sloths typically seem to hang with their face straight ahead and you really don't get to see their face. Right. They've got a very non-expressive face to begin with.
0: It freaks my wife out. She won't, every time there's a sloth on TV, she will like, change the channel, I can't
6: look at that thing. I think they're rather cute. Yeah, I like them too, personally. Are the forms for something like this readily available or is it something that you probably have to custom make?
1: Well, it would take a form, something like this. Now this happens to be a small monkey form. Cut things apart, rearticulate it, anchor together, fit it. So it's a
6: lot of custom work, it's...
1: Oh yeah, tremendous amount of trimming and cutting and alteration.
6: A monkey form? Well, that's kind of similar to a sloth, I suppose. I just hope Frank can work miracles here because we have a long way to go. Well, the big question is, what's gonna cost get this sucker mounted up?
1: You're probably looking at about
6: $1,400. This is a big job. It's also a big risk not knowing what the final product will look like. You know what? We've gone this far. We're too far in to go back.
0: Okay. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much, Frank.
6: You're very well. Thank you so much for showing us around. You're very well. Bye, Frank. See you later. How you doing? Hello. Wondering if
8: you, uh, you might be interested in something that I have here that I think is quite unique? Sure. This is called the Master Violet Ray.
1: Wow.
8: It's a piece of medical equipment that was used in the early 1900s. This has been in the family for five generations, and we're trying to find somebody that can use it for five
0: additional generations. I'm confused, I don't understand what this thing does. The glass tubes actually plug into that handle they admit sparks of electricity and pass current through your body. They would claim it could cure anything, and I mean anything. This
8: one is just for general skin revitalization.
0: This one's supposed It'll to take, take a- care of balding. Allegedly. That's the claim. I love these quack medical devices, but in reality, they really don't have any real practical medical use whatsoever.
8: When I was younger and I had a little bump on my nose left from a pimple, my dad said, would you like me to take that off your nose? And so he whips this thing out, and it cauterized that spot. (laughs) One week later, came off perfect.
0: Yes, if you put enough electricity through a piece of meat, such as his nose, it will make a scab, and that scab will fall off. Basically, his dad cooked his zit. So does this set work? Oh, I'd be more than pleased to demonstrate it.
3: I think the curd would be a great subject.
8: (sighs) You will find this to be an interesting experience that you'll
0: tell your kids about. If it doesn't render you sterile. Oh come on. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it doesn't kill or maim the curd, I think I'll make an offer.
8: Just hurts for a little bit. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, you see. Now this is not. Um, it's okay. Freaking, now all right. Freaking. I know it's a little scary, but. <laughs> uh, okay. now, again. i have got it way down now. Way down.
1: Oh, okay. That feels
8: <laughs> Okay. All right.
1: Uh, that doesn't hurt that much. Uh,
3: it's nothing.
0: Not bad, right? Not bad at all. But, like, why is it purple? It actually works similar to the way a neon tube works. That glass tube is totally sealed, and the Tesla coil produces electricity, which excites the molecules of the gas and produces the color. Oh,
3: wow. The violet ray operates at a standard 110 volts, but a very low wattage, somewhere between 28 and 30. Your average blender operates at about... 400 watts. So basically, it's a very dim bulb. Well, should we try the anal tube, or?
4: No,
0: no, oh, yes. no, no, uh, no, well, no. Maybe no. This time. Nope. People love these old quack medical devices. And the fact that it's still working after 80 plus years is amazing. If the price is right, i got to get my hands on this thing. What are you asking? Well, I thinking $250.
8: It's a little high for us.
0: $200? Probably can't pay more than 75 or so. Well,
8: I appreciate the offer, we're just, I'm not gonna be able to do it for that. My grandfather, who owned this through the Great Depression, paid $75 at that time. For me, at this time, to sell it for $75 in good conscience was not
0: gonna work. He should like it, I mean, you know, where else is he gonna get another one of these? It was really out.
6: expensive, <laughs> are you kidding me? You'll never know. This sloth was a lot of legwork, and we also spent a ton of money in in trying to get this piece done. I really hope Nick likes it. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Hey, guys. Got something for you, Nick.
0: Remember that that challenge, that conversation we spoke to you about?
5: Yeah. No way. (laughs) No, seriously? You have to always be careful what you wish for. Oh, man. Say
1: hello to my little friend. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my
5: God. (laughs) When they opened up the top of the box and I looked inside, it was what I had been envisioning in my mind's eye for the last 10 years, and all I could think was, I want this. What do you think there? I think think it's absolutely beautiful. I'm totally impressed you guys completely did it. This This is so, so nice.
6: We initially found this thing as a skin, and then we got it mounted. Really? Also,
0: there's a third claw. The middle one is artificial. It's actually 100% kosher Hoffman's Two Toed Sloth, disguising as an evil third.
5: He's really good.
0: It did cost us a bit. That, that's the okay. only issue here. Okay. So, what are you, what are you thinking? Nick loves this piece. I don't think he's going to love the price, however. It, it, everything was a little more difficult than we had planned. Um, probably about three grand,
5: actually, looking for. <sighs> three. Hmm. God, I really, I really, really like it. No, I mean It's as rare as they get. I know. Um I don't think I can do that. How's 25?
0: That's knocking off quite a bit for you, and again, it's, you know, it's it's a friend and family
5: amount here. I can do 25 and I will happily take it for 25. Absolutely. And I am totally impressed you guys did it. You did it. (laughs) Say the truth, I'm kind of impressed too. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) It really is the end of a 10-year quest. I have finally found what I've been wanting for years now. And I'm going to name the sloth
7: Lust.